0: He's breaking down what's going on inside Colombia. It's Fred Perry on Hot Talk 939 the Eagle. And welcome back to the CEO Roundtable Show. Fred Perry, your host this weekend. Thank you all for tuning in. Happy New Year, by the way. I uh, hope that 2022 is a great year for everybody listening. Uh, 2021 has been uh, quite a year. We are visiting with Troy Greer, uh, who is the CEO of uh, Boone Hospital, and uh, Boone Health is the name of the, of the larger conglomerate. Uh, I want to talk a little bit about the management team. You've been very successful, just from an outsider's perspective, of bringing in really a high caliber of healthcare executive to join you uh, on the Boone Health team. Uh, you know, I think a lot of people uh with a faint heart might look at this opportunity uh in Columbia, Missouri, and the untangling from a large successful healthcare system uh during a very turbulent time of uh COVID and everything else that's happening in the world and say, Yeah, I'm gonna stay put where I'm at. But you have been very successful at recruiting some some great uh executives and, and uh why don't you start off and tell us a little bit about your CFO?
1: Sure. Well, you you hit on something. It's certainly not for everyone. It's got to require the right kind of character and makeup. And Laura Thomas is my chief financial officer, and and she actually has that makeup. Uh, She's tried some really adventurous things in her career. I met her years ago. We didn't work directly together, but she worked within the same organization in a different community. And we spent some time uh, just getting to know each other remotely, and uh, her name surfaced to one of the vendors that we were working with, and she said, hey, I have a CFO you have to speak to. Uh, Laura has extensive experience in managed care. She has extensive experience in hospital operations, physician management services, and that broad experience and variety was something that really appealed, plus she has that adventurous spirit to try something new she liked the idea of what Boone was trying. And so that idea of bringing her in and the experiences that she had just worked well. Plus, she's very focused on culture, and her, her attitude is consistent with what you see at Boone. Mm-hmm. Um, that's a huge part of what we do. Culture has to come first, and you know, there's a couple of executives I've heard from that, that I've just not been able to say, I think they'd be a good fit here, because culturally, they're just very different mm-hmm. uh, from what Boone sort of expects of their leaders. But Laura and her family, uh, her husband actually is a special ed educator, uh, and so She's not been able to have her whole family together, but she wanted to get started and help Boone in the transition. So she has herself and one of her children that are here now – uh, her husband and other child will be joining them when he finishes up his teaching responsibilities the upcoming year mm-hmm. down in Texas, and yeah. so that'll be great for them to be together again.
0: I've not met Laura, but I understand that she is a hard charger, and uh, yeah, she makes it very clear what she expects of, of her team, and and that's kind of what you need right now when you're you're trying to pay attention to uh, the financial aspects of of going alone. Uh, but um, uh, so my my understanding is that Laura is someone who gets it done. She definitely
1: does that, and, and you know, I, I joke because I had a friend that had a coffee shop, and he had a sign thing. Uh, my my organization was not started to be a not for profit; it just ended up that way. And uh, I, I remind people we are a not for profit, but we also know that we have to have a good, healthy margin to be able to reinvest in the facilities and the care that we deliver. And Laura has a long track record of getting organizations to achieve that. And so we're looking forward to the work that she'll do uh, in, in the upcoming years.
0: Yeah, you know it's interesting. I, I don't think I want to make a quick comment about that because I, I think if you've always lived in Columbia and you you haven't been many other places, uh, uh, you you just assume that all hospitals are like Boone Hospital. Uh, but uh, my family's from Liberty. I went into Liberty Hospital because my mother was hospi- hospitalized there. And I hate to 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 uh, draw them through the mud, but uh, my hometown. But. I just couldn't believe the dramatic difference between, uh you know, and Liberty's a, a good-sized community. It's a, a, a close-by suburb of Kansas City, but I just... It, it, you really take for granted just how clean Boone Hospital is, just how up-to-date it is in terms of technology. Until you go to another hospital in another market, uh, you don't realize just really how good we have it at Boone Hospital. So it's it's really kind of a blessing. So you're right. Uh, having some kind of margin so that you can continue to invest in the facility and in the technology and in the people uh, is pretty critical. Tell us about Chad Pugh. I've had the chance to meet Chad. Great guy. Uh, tell us what he's doing for you.
1: You know, Chad is our Senior Vice President of Provider Services. Um, you know, we tend to think of Boone Hospital Center or, or Boone County uh, previously, but really the, the name Boone Health was used because we are a much larger organization than just a single hospital, and we have nearly a 100 providers that are part of our medical group, and Chad's got the designation of working not only with that medical group, but with the other providers in the community to find opportunities to collaborate, to help people recruit. Um, he is responsible for that facet because it's so crucially important for the health and well-being of our community. Uh, Chad was with me, was actually a chief operating officer at one of my hospitals and helped turn around the culture there, Uh, was actually a sitting CEO. They had named him the interim CEO of a hospital up in Washington State. I called him, and I don't know that he was thrilled the first time I called him uh, because he, his goal was to become a CEO, and then I called and said, how would you like to come back and work for me again <laughs> in Columbia, Missouri? But a good Nebraska boy who loves the Midwest, mm. and when he, came to visit, uh, when he came to visit Columbia, he and his wife Dana actually said to me, it feels like home. Mm. And so for them to come back and be a part of what we were doing, he's very dedicated. Uh, both of his children actually are with him here. Uh, he's got a daughter at the University of, of Missouri and a son who's getting ready to go into either the Navy or the Marine Corps Mm. uh, as he wraps up. But they have become a part of the community and uh, really enjoying things. He has organized what used to be two separate medical groups into one unified medical group with their own board so Mm. they can actually uh, have some say in how they actually practice. And Mm. so uh, Chad is very, very active in what we're doing. He uh, does a lot of the analytics for me around outpatient opportunities uh, so that we can be, um, the kind of organization that reaches out and meets people where they are, not necessarily says, hey, it's more convenient for us. So he's challenging some of the paradigms about how we've operated in the past versus what we might be doing in the future.
0: Troy, one of the things I wanted to ask you about, you, you've built up this uh, successful executive team, but but I think that when you look at the overall task at hand, uh, it's probably fair to say that a lot of people underestimated just the complexity of untangling Boone Hospital from BJC after 33 years. Um, talk about that process uh, from, from your vantage point and and uh, give us an update on, on how you think that is going today?
1: Well, you know It really is sort of interesting to think about something as simple as multiple data platforms that were used over the course of more than three decades of working together, um, going from paper to your first rudimentary uh, electronic health record to now very sophisticated electronic health records. Something as simple as getting all that data that belonged to, quote unquote, belonged to Boone separated from those data sets. That was one of the more technically challenging aspects of, of what we're doing, and that still goes on today. We've got most of those things moved over, uh, but I think it just typifies during the course of this transition with more than 140 IT applications that had to be stood up independent from the, the other system. Um, it, it just was really a lot of minutia, a lot of detail, making sure that systems spoke, and coming right out of the gate, some of those things that were planned and, and tabletop exercises and all those things we do, we had some hiccups coming out. Um, Our supply chain, some of the databases that we had created for it didn't it communicate the way they thought they, we thought they would with the supply chain. Mm-hmm. And so all of a sudden, we weren't able to order things as easily. Now human intervention is required, and it just became very time-consuming. And so over the course of the, let's see, April 1st until now, so going on almost eight months, <clears throat> nine months, we have had to, to change course a couple of different times to make sure that things were working so that we could have what we need so the staff could could feel comfortable with the systems and the platforms that we're using. It is not an easy endeavor. And there's a reason that a lot of organizations are very concerned about going independent, because it's not an easy thing to do. It's a very complex thing to do.
0: Yeah, it's it's much more than just changing the signage. Uh, there's a lot there's a lot going on. And and uh, and I think that, you know, it might have been uh, sort of the perfect storm or imperfect storm. But, you know, uh, in addition to going through, uh, the, uh, the transition after 33 years with, with one partner, uh, you are in the middle of a 100 year pandemic, uh, at a time when healthcare is meeting more than its fair share of challenges, uh, for any number of reasons. I, I want to talk a little bit about that, Troy, and, and just sort of get your perspective and help our listeners understand About some of the things that are happening in healthcare right now that truly affect how you run Boone Health, how you run a hospital that's of similar size to Boone. Boone. Uh, What what are some of the things that are just sort of uh, constantly moving targets for you?
1: Well, right now, you always are going to begin with your team members. They are the most important asset. Their skills, their gifts that they share with others. And what we're finding right now is that we have to be very in tune with with what is it that makes them happy and enjoy what they do every day so that we can not only retain them, but also create the kind of environment that will allow others to come into it, to learn quickly, to be able to be oriented in a way that makes them feel comfortable. Um, we hired 25 nurses for the upcoming, um, January class, December graduating class. How are we going to bring them in and make sure that they get the experience and the introduction to our culture and and those kinds of things? So it's always going to begin with our people. I think right now there's two real big, huge technical issues. One that's very obvious, and that is the pandemic. But there's another side of what we're dealing with right now that is changing quickly and is a bit of a challenge for moderate to smaller size organizations or systems. And that is that we are constantly under threat in the IT arena Um, We've had several institutions that that are in the mid-Missouri area that have had to protect their infrastructure because they were under cyber attack. And so people don't think about a a smaller-sized organization that is an easier target, perhaps, than a large, huge uh, corporate multi-hospital system. Um, and, and sometimes that they find, they find themselves on the other end of, of hackers trying to get in it. It's just a very odd thing to have conversations. In fact, since I've been gone, I've had two conversations about some things we're doing to enhance our security more so than what's the census today and those kinds of things during the holiday season. So it's an aspect that we don't normally deal with. It's changed very rapidly over the last, I would say three to five years, mm-hmm. healthcare organizations are easy targets simply because it's not our core business. But the data we have in those records is so crucially important for the health and well-being of our patients and our visitors and our providers that it's an easy target for, for hackers to say, hey, we probably can extract some monetary gain if we can get into this system.
0: Every CEO knows the value of a good contingency plan. Uh, the problem with contingency plans is that uh, they typically change uh, once that first shot is fired. Uh, I mean, it's really, uh, you just never have uh, a clear idea. Uh, or you're never able to fully predict uh, the way that something is going to play out. So I'm sure that uh, uh, there are things happening in this day and age and, and this era that couldn't have never been anticipated two or three years ago. I, w- I would guess that's true, especially at Boone Health.
1: I, I absolutely agree. And, and, you know, like I mentioned, you, you just don't think that that would be your conversation you would have to have uh, in this day and age, but it certainly is something that we've had to evaluate. Um, and you never thought when you were going through healthcare administration classes at graduate school and thinking you're going to be saving lives and helping the community that you have to have conversations about how do you protect remote servers that are storing your remote data how many times is it replicated? And yeah. so it's just an unusual topic to get into, uh, but it's near and dear and real. And, and unfortunately, whether the pandemic is here or not, we have to keep multiple balls in the air at all times, right? Yep. Our quality, which Boone is synonymous with, we can't take a break on quality to focus on the pandemic. You have to do the pandemic while also ensuring that the quality still remains high. So we're, we're kind of used to uh, the idea of keeping a lot of things on our plate.
0: Yeah. Uh, I wanna roll back the clock and go back to uh, 11.59 p.m. March 31st, 2021, the minute uh, that uh, you officially flipped the switch and and became uh, Boone Health, uh, freestanding Boone Hospital. Um, Tell us what has changed uh, about our hospital since uh, its departure from BJC Healthcare?
1: Well, one thing is that we've got a lot of resources that are now devoted to our community that are actually in our community uh we've added nearly a hundred employees and more than nine million dollars in payroll back to our system that used to be in other markets and so I think that's good for the the local economy for other Businesses in the area, Um, so I think that's huge. We've also moved a lot of our relationships uh, contractually into our region. You know, we mentioned earlier the the IT side of things. We've got a great partner down in in the Just City area that's uh, helping us with that. Our marketing and ad development is done by a local firm that's doing a great job. Maybe you have seen some of our local ads? That was all produced and and designed here in the Columbia region. So uh, even something as simple as our our laundry service, Mm our laundry service actually is something that we've moved back into Columbia. And, uh, that, that's not as large of a contract as some others, but it's a very significant contract. And so hopefully you know, people just don't really think about the fact that economic well-being is a, a direct variable for health care outcomes in a community, and so we
0: want to invest in our local community with the services that we need to provide. That's the voice of Troy Greer, the CEO of Boone Health. When we come back, uh, we'll continue our conversation with Troy Greer, and we'll talk about Boone Hospital's 100th anniversary that uh, was observed this year. All of that and more coming up on the CEO Roundtable. This is Fred Perry. You're listening to the Hot Talk 93.9 The Eagle.